0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horsman.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. It is Monday nights. We're right after Hometowns. We are recapping here. I'm your host, Blake Corston, here as usual with my buddy, Eric Bradley. And tonight, we have my good friend, friend of the podcast. You might know her from Bachelor Season 23, Elise. Thanks for joining us, Elise. Always. She's my
2: friend, too. Yeah,
1: that's
0: true.
1: (laughs) All of our friends. Uh, But yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, I heard you have a lot to talk about. So I am pumped to hear from you. We always have good podcasts because, uh, I mean, hometowns in general, for me, are usually kind of a predict- predictable episode. I mean, mm-hmm. We kind of always have the same conversations. This one was a little different at the end, but I feel like we always have the same conversations. The dads ask the hard questions or whoever, mom. Um, but what did you think about the episode as a whole, Elise?
0: I think, and I sent you this message that I had things to say mm-hmm. because I felt like every single date of this hometown, re- like was part of my dating history. Oh. He represented like Matt represented part of people that I've dated in the past. And it was very almost like therapy to watch this oh. hometowns, which is not my normal. Cause like you said, like hometowns can be quite boring normally, mm-hmm. but maybe it's quarantine. Maybe it's doing therapy that I'm recognizing things, <laughs> but I felt like Matt um, in this episode literally was um Someone that I have dated throughout my 20s, but in a different
1: way with Hmm. each hometown. So I can't wait to get into that, like each date. (laughs) Okay, okay. We'll jump right into it then. So uh, Michelle. Michelle gets the first date. Um, I like Michelle. I feel like obviously she came a little later, so we didn't get to know her a ton yet. I mean, she was amazing on that first date they had. But I really like Michelle. Like I think her personality is fantastic. I think they meld really well together. They're goofy together. Uh, And her family was adorable i thought her family mm. was freaking awesome i mean they had a cute little day where they like rode bikes and everything you know and they chatted but i i think her dad stole well the and
2: the, that date and the students in, like, the the class, st- the, and like her class oh that, yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's right that was the best part of the that show really I think cool. tonight. Like that was so cool.
1: That was I'm so glad they were able to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really cool because guy- Kids always
2: <laughs> ask the darnest things.
1: They do. And that was just, they asked some hard questions, yeah they,
2: they
1: were like how many girlfriends Is your girlfriend? Or how, how many girlfriends you, do you have? have? Yeah. Are there babies yeah. in the future? Yeah.
0: yeah, are you having kids? Um <laughs> which is only a, a question that children should ask by the way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I do think that this date I liked her before and I'll be honest, I, I missed last episode, but I liked her before and I love mm-hmm. her now. Mm-hmm. And the reason is their conversations are always about compatibility
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he runs, you know, the ABC food tours. She's a mm-hmm. teacher. She obviously cares a lot about the students, but it, it, I wanted to like scream like, Matt, this is the girl you should choose. And I know you're not going to.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, this get, is the girl you're yeah. going to regret. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like it would be just, so com- powerful together after this.
1: Yeah, well, I think the compatibility is great. But when they're together, mm-hmm. they just like vibe. Like it just feels like there's. It's not hard. It seems so easy for them when they're hanging out together. They have great conversations. I feel like he is more himself with her than he is with any of the other women. I mean, it's for just crying seems, like, out loud, they laughing.
2: They, they played yeah. a pickup game of basketball with yeah. their parents, like.
1: Yeah, he just. And let's
0: not forget, himself. she came in two weeks late, mm. which in Bachelor World might be two years a lot. late. Yeah. And their first date felt like I was watching a clip on YouTube of a couple that had been together for a long time.
2: Yeah, and I Instant think chemistry.
0: Yes, and it was mature chemistry. And I know that sounds funny because they were like joking around with each other on their first date, and they did it again tonight. But sometimes we forget that comfort is a very good thing to have. It might mm. sound quote unquote boring, but boring is good in relationships. You don't yeah. need to be on yeah. a roller coaster. They are hey. so hey. compatible. And I think on this show it's so easy for like to forget that and just get swept up in emotion. They make sense to me. And if mm. he doesn't pick her, he is going to regret it hands down.
1: I agree. I don't I don't think he's going to, especially because I think right now I do think he's into her, but I think she is just easy. You know, I don't, I think he can like almost escape with her. Uh, but I don't think he's going to pick there. And if he doesn't, I might be on the Michelle for bachelorette train after this episode. Like I was on the Katie and I think Katie would still make a great bachelorette. But I tell you what, Michelle, I think the men, I think she'd be so easy and like make all the men feel so comfortable. Uh, I think she'd make a great bachelorette. do. So we'll see.
0: I'm hoping if he doesn't pick her, this is terrible to say, but I'm hoping for an Ari situation.
1: Oh, okay. A little Ari situation. I could see that actually. Do you think she gets second then?
0: I think she'll get second, and I think he will regret it.
1: Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, now I'm into that. That'd be a mm-hmm. fun after the final rose. I'm <laughs> gonna remember this moment. Remember this moment, listeners. Elise <laughs> called it first. Elise called it first.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping that for her. She deserves we'll it.
1: So all in, all, oh, but let's talk about her dad for a second because her dad yeah. was freaking adorable. He was like, just his voice alone, he, was, he seemed like such a sweet human, you know? And he was like, he was asking the hard questions, but in a way that was still like, oh, Like, I don't yeah. know what it was, something about him. He was so great. And her, and think, her mom too, like, yeah, they were so supportive
2: of, of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What She's
0: I wrote so down beautiful. that her dad said, and I'm not going to quote it perfectly, but he just said, I trust her. And I trust her Mm. judgment. And you I don't know because I missed last episode that if she talked about previous relationships, but clearly it was something had happened that she Mm. talked to her parents with. And the fact that they were so supportive of her in that time, but then just trusted her judgment in this weird scenario where you're meeting someone and in a very short time span, you're supposed to get engaged. And it it wasn't about asking his permission, it was just him saying whatever she
1: wants yeah we back her That's up just, i think says a lot about michelle too because i mean mm-hmm. her parents like trust her but she's there like you know she'll be all right you know it's her decision her life she'll make the right one kind of thing so it's cool to see because let's get into rachel because well, we'll get there but i think the other parents uh, were a little different um than uh than michelle's but yeah rachel's date so um <laughs> Again, he seems to have a really good connection with Rachel, but it seems to be almost more I don't know, he doesn't seem as himself with Rachel. I think he is super into her and I think I think he almost looks at it more of a chase almost. Not that she like is not into him, but I think there's more there where it's like he's super comfortable with with Michelle and with Rachel there's still a little like I don't know, mystery to her. And I think he's he's feeling that. It almost seems every, like their
2: relationship is like surface level.
1: Yeah, no, I wrote like, that. Uh, like there's no you, depth yeah. at
2: all.
0: I yeah. hands down wrote They're doing cheap psychological tricks to make them feel like they're compatible. Like Mm -hmm. going skydiving, you are scared. You are, it's just like psychology 101. Like do things that make you like feel like you're connected in some way. And let's, I mean, her fall, we'll get to that, I'm sure. But everything they've done, like they've had this concert apparently last episode, which is like this forced intimate situation. And then Mm -hmm. now- skydiving where they're not having actual conversations about what their life looks like after the show, at least what we're seeing, you're just seeing them put into <laughs> like these crazy situations that would make them think that they are like ride or die for each other, mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde, but Bonnie and Clyde don't have a happy ending.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Point. Well, Very true. Cause I agree. I think it, I think there's definitely a physical attraction there. I think they're very much physically attracted to each other. But, yeah, so far, I can't even think of, like, a real in-depth conversation they've had. So that is interesting. And you're right. This date was one where they're jumping out of an airplane. The adrenaline's high. The energy's high. And then, But the, let's talk about her uh, tumble. Like, that was scary. That wasn't like, a that tumble, Blake. No,
2: that was, that was yeah. face first, like, in yeah, the ground. Like...
1: Well, so from what I gathered, you're supposed to, like, tuck your feet up, you know, and, like, land on your butt like Matt did. And they both, even the instructor though, their legs were like straight out. Yeah. And oh, it looked painful. I'm not gonna lie. For a second, I was like, oh my god, I hope she's okay. Like, I don't know if they had a did get that. Of grass, like, yeah. geez.
2: I don't know if they they got that little clip of Matt before, previous to that when he was like, what could go wrong here?
1: Yeah. I and then... know, right? <laughs> and then she's fucking boom right into the ground. Oh, brutal. But I mean, she tough took girl, it like though. a champ, though. I was yeah. a Tough girl. She popped mm-hmm. up
0: she did but they had brought in medics for less i was going hey this is the actual time on the show where are the yeah. sirens we need to like check her out i mean is
2: she concussed you're so true you're so right. uh,
0: you guys i got a bee sting in the mansion and a medic had to come in to take the stinger out of me i'm like oh god this is gonna end up on television this is so silly <laughs> She fell out of 12,000 feet. And they're like, she's fine. The makeup artist came in like, we'll dust her off.
1: Yeah. Carry on. First thing I did was like, fix her hair. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Like, her I was face like, was her a pulse. bit swollen though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, But she did. She took it like a champ. She's like, oh, my back hurts. I'm like, no shit. Like, you just <laughs> jumped out of a plane and hit the ground. Uh, but yeah, she popped up. And I mean, she seemed okay for the most part. It was pretty... It seemed like Matt was genuinely worried, which, I, again, like, I, they, he clearly likes her. He's clearly... They have a connection. Um, yeah, he was all worried for her, which was pretty cute to see. Uh, but then we go into the night portion of the date, and her family was a little bit different um, than Michelle's. And I think this is you know i made hometowns and this was kind of how my family was a little bit more a little bit more they questioned the process they questioned the experience they were like blake get your head out your ass you've known this girl a month like you really want to marry like that's literally my dad sat me down and was like are you sure like you barely know this woman you know and I'm saying? super like, yes, skeptical dad. yeah very skeptical my dad was very my mom was very skeptical um so that was a more of that vibe like her family was kind of like are you sure? Like he's dating other women. Like, you know, like
2: I know this show the is things. before your guys' time. Did you, are you guys familiar with chips? Like the, the old, like biking, like cops episode, like show. Like he looks like her dad looks like Eric Estrada.
1: That's his, his
2: role is paunch. <laughs> he looks like that's paunch a great name, chips. but I don't know yeah. the show. I'm going to, I'm going to text you guys a side-by-side image. It is so hilarious. Have to.
1: You have to post it tomorrow too. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, Matt, I feel like Matt was trying to defend himself the whole, like the whole date. You know what I mean? He was like, no, I'm into your daughter. Like I'm into her. And he kept trying to like defend it. And she was like, are you sure? That kind of thing. What do you think?
0: You guys, I think that Matt decided about three weeks ago that Rachel was the pick.
1: Yeah. I think you might be right.
0: And I think mm-hmm. that that's why it's so easy for him to be like, can I walk you out <laughs> without all the tears <laughs> and like ego involved? is instead of doing a quote-unquote Claire, where it's like, this is my person, I'm done, he's giving people a fair shot, which I want to give him credit for, but it is so, so clear, to me at least, that he, and I'm guessing it's Rachel, based on their interaction, but the rest of them are just going through the process.
1: I'm just going to say, I, th- I feel like maybe he's going through the motions with the other mm-hmm. girls. It's kind of what it feels like. Cause I agree. I think, uh, I think it's pretty clear how into her he is. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, she, and she, she admitted and Michelle, we didn't even talk about this. Basically Michelle and now Rachel were like, if he proposes to me tomorrow, I'm in. They were both like, I'm in. If he proposed Ben gets down on the knee tomorrow, like I'm saying, yes, you know, which, I guess it's unusual that happens You know, every season. Like, there's people, But I feel like this season seems like they're falling. All of them are falling super fast, except for Serena. We'll get to that. But I feel like they're all falling super fast for this guy. Which says a lot about Matt, I think. But, but
0: will Rachel be a literal crash and burn?
1: Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm predicting played. it. Okay. You're predicting yeah. it. We'll see. I think next week's going to be interesting. an interesting tell. Um, yeah, we'll see though. No. We'll see. Well, two uh, weeks. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Two weeks because we got home. Or we got um, whatever you tell all?
0: Women we'll tell all. Tell
1: all. The t- what's your, I'm excited. That's always a crazy. That's always wild. I hate to. I love to hate it, but it's going to be wild. Um, yeah, so the next Brie. We'll get into Brie's date uh, right after this. All right, so we got Brie next. Uh, I still, it seems like every time Brie comes on the screen for me, because she wasn't on for so long. It seemed like she wasn't there for a few episodes. Uh, I just feel like... I forget how gorgeous she is. She's a gorgeous woman. I don't know why, but her beauty is just like striking to me. Um, and they have a good connection. Um, but I think this, to me, was... I saw him going through the motions, I think, in this date more than, than any of the other dates, in my opinion.
0: I think she is, too. Yeah. I yeah. think that, to her... And this is... Remember, at the beginning of this, I talked about, like... I see him in every person I dated in my 20s. Yeah. This is the guy that is perfect on paper. You guys get along well. He has everything you want. He checks all of the, you know, quote unquote boxes. But there's just not that like wow factor. of Like this is my man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it
1: just seemed
0: forced. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I think their conversations mm-hmm. even a little bit seem a little forced.
2: Well, I mean, it even like Brie herself tonight said like she was skeptical yeah mm-hmm. of it even because so she yeah it seems like serena and Bree are not falling head over heels for him yeah. but yeah but definitely michelle and rachel, rachel are. are yeah are getting there yeah
1: but yeah i agree it just seems like and i can't even i don't even think matt's like super into Bree. like i think he he enjoys his time you know spending time with her but yeah i just don't get those vibes um that i get that with you know that he's with rachel and everything uh We'll see. I mean, her family was great, though. Her family was great. Uh, her mom was. Her I literally wrote in. her yeah. mom. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her mom was just like, I know what Matt's been doing, yep. dating other girls. I was like, oh, damn, damn, mom.
0: But uh, also at the end, she just said, if your heart breaks, we'll get through this together. Yep. And was it was true. just that simple. And what I took from it as a female watching it with her mom's like backstory mm-hmm. was it was kind of empowering. I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like she, from what we gather from the story that has been told thus far is that her mom went through some heartbreak. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now has, you know, moved on with her life, but is still very much a believer in love. And I think she sees that in her daughter too. Like, okay, if this doesn't work, we'll move on and you'll find the right person. Yes, and I was yes. sitting there going, yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah, And I come, I come from a single mom home where my mom was mom and dad. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're the strongest women ever when you're playing both roles. So that, that was incredible that she said that like, we'll do this together.
1: I think empowering is a good word for it. Like Mm -hmm. it it seemed like very, and and she was like, well, yeah, if if you can get your heart broke, we'll get through it together, which is. That's gotta be nice to hear, obviously. I mean, obviously that's the case, but like Bree that had to be nice to hear there at the end. Cause I think her mom even felt it a little bit, you know, it was like, Oh, I don't know if this is gonna work out for yeah. you, honey, you know, like
0: But I mean, and I think I'm not a parent, but at some point you have to just say, This is gonna be a learning curve either way. Either it works out, and if it doesn't, you're gonna learn for the next relationship. And I I don't know, I just loved her mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah mom seems like an awesome woman and awesome mother especially so i love meeting these families i do because i think not only does it say you know it, it does say a lot about you know the the, the women because and how they're raised and stuff and i i it's weird not being in their actual hometown because i think you get even more of an idea of who they are you know they're actually in quarantine um at nema colon but um it's still like really cool to see how these women are raised and it's, i feel like you watch them the whole season and it's like oh like, that's why she's like that, or that's mm-hmm. why she feels that way. So it's I was like the psychology of, of
0: all of that. Yeah, it gives you the backstory of why yeah, they are exactly. the way they are, which is apparently a new bachelor phrase.
1: <laughs> the way they are. <laughs> so uh let's get into Serena because I feel like we have a lot to talk about Serena because I was a little shocked um, through all of this, but we'll, we'll start with the date with Serena's date. So I just feel like going into this, she was already questioning a little bit going into this date. I think she's even shocked maybe that she's made it this far. Like, I think she's like, how are we here? And we even touched on this
2: last week. I know you mentioned you didn't see the show last week, Elise, but they had a pretty sensual tantra yoga date. And you could tell last week she was just not into him, like, feeling it at all. No, yeah. You could see last week. She admitted it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she was like, I didn't like that. Like, she told Matt that. So this
2: doesn't really surprise me tonight. Yeah, yeah.
0: I did watch just like the YouTube clips because I knew we were doing this tonight. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that date was awkward as all get out. But I, honest to God, wrote down, "Uh uh-oh, in the first like five minutes. (laughs) And I said, Uh I don't know if she likes him or just likes the idea of him that is presented in this environment. When that is the only man that is in front of you. (laughs) It's like, oh, I should want him, but I don't. That and it was exactly. all over her face.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like she didn't want to admit it to herself. You know, she was like, This is the bachelor, like, I should be into this guy, I should be super in mm-hmm. love. And she was like, it was hard for her to admit to herself that she wasn't, you know. And I think her family was able to kind of get it out of her almost. You well, know? her, her sister like, nailed it. Yeah, her sister. You could you could see it in her face. She was like, Yeah, she's like, Yeah,
2: she's like, You're not smitten at all by him. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know? Uh, and I feel that's gotta be hard. Um, you know, I can't really relate too much because I, I was in, you know, you're right, at least the idea of like, you're in this environment. That's like the one guy, you know, and all the producers are telling you constantly how fantastic The Bachelor is, you know, how fantastic Matt is. All the other girls are telling you how fantastic Matt is, how in love with him they are. So I think she was trying to convince herself. I think she was trying to convince herself that she was into him, uh, but I don't think she could do it. She couldn't I do mean- it.
0: I have to say that I kind of related to her in this moment because as much as I genuinely like thought Colton was great, hometowns were looming in my head of going, Mm -hmm. okay, my family, I love them dearly. If I'm going to open them up to this experience when they're so, like, they're unbelievably private people, um, it better be someone that I'm really, really considering And so when I was watching her, I just went, Oh, yep. It's okay. You can walk away. Like, yes, they're the bachelor, but you can take them off the pedestal and also Mm -hmm. look at it as is this person right for me? Not, am I right for him? And I think you're kind of taught through this experience of show up for him, do this. This is the guy you should want. But in the end, if you're not compatible, he's just the bachelor and another guy.
2: Mm-hmm. And also, did you guys notice during his time with her family, he did not talk to her dad,
0: or at least they didn't show it.
2: Didn't
1: notice? Yeah, or oh, at least it didn't that. show it. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, well, I couldn't like I remember the conversation Serena had with her family, but did I don't even remember the conversation Matt had with with her mom. Or sister. He sat down with her sister, didn't he? No, he sat down with her mom first. Her mom? Mm -hmm.
2: I don't think he sat down with the sister and dad, or they didn't show it.
1: Maybe. Yeah, they probably, I mean, they didn't show it because you sit down with everybody. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm surprised. And I got a question for you, Elise, because I'm surprised she didn't do it there. Like, I I thought maybe she would just dump him right there or like at least, because you could tell he was feeling it, you know, he was like, are Mm -hmm. you into me? Like, I thought they would have the conversation there and that would lead to the breakup. But she decided to wait and Chris sat down with Matt. You know, I was like, "What's up?" And he was like, "You yeah, know, I'm I'm feeling like Serena's not into this." Uh, and he's like, "You need to sit down with her." So, do you think Serena would have walked away that night if Matt hadn't confronted her? Do you think he she would have accepted a rose?
0: I mean, I don't know her personally, but I can tell you from my experience, I was having those thoughts when um, I was in Singapore and having conversations of something's not quite right here, and then. Um, As much as people want to put down the producers, they're also your daily therapy because they're Mm -hmm. doing interviews with you and you're talking through your emotions. And it wasn't until I got to Thailand, I went, I'm out Mm -hmm. and had a little bit of time to think for myself, but also just talk it through with producers and saying this isn't the right fit. And I think, I mean, how could you do that in front of your family? That would humiliate him. Like, hi, welcome to my family. Meet my parents. By the way, we're done. That's humiliating. And so I think it was much more graceful for her. Maybe she planned to have that conversation with him anyway before the rose ceremony. But um, he went to her, and I think it was much more graceful to have it in private.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think think it was... Definitely well done. And she genuinely, I don't think she knew he was coming. I'm sure the producer sat her down and was like, you know, we're going to bring the girls in here. We're going to have a girl chat or whatever. And then he walks in. Um, So I don't know if it was even necessarily rehearsed. Like, I think it was just genuinely, she was like, he asked her and she was, what did she say? She said one line that she was like, I'm just, what did she say? You're not my person. Yeah, Yeah, you're, yeah, that was it. Yep. I just feel like you're not my person. And Matt didn't talk for like 30 yeah, he was seconds. Show, he was speechless. Man. Yeah, he didn't talk. For like, listen, I'm sure Matt hasn't been dumped too many, many times in his life. You know, he's yeah. a good looking dude, <laughs> successful. Like, you know, I, like, I just feel like he, that was probably one of the first time
2: he's been dumped. I mean, he, yeah, he seemed super into her. Like he wanted yeah. that one to work out, it seemed like.
1: So I think, I think if Serena would have stayed, I think, I think Brie would have gone home this week had Serena stayed, I think. Michelle, Rachel, and Serena would have gotten the roses. You don't. Do you agree?
0: No, I disagree. I think I them? think that we're forgetting to remember that Matt has said he's never been in love, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've never been in love before, it's very easy to chase what makes your ego feel good. Mm-hmm. And when your ego hurts, you chase a little harder. And I think that we might be seeing that in people like Serena, maybe even Rachel, because he's like chasing after her we all Mm -hmm. kind of felt that way Mm -hmm. and maybe even in brie that she's not giving enough so he feels like this cat and mouse thing of i get validated little bits by them and it keeps you wanting more and more do you you
1: think you would send michelle home
0: no but i think uh i think probably
1: not you think home. Gone home? I think Bree would have
0: gone yeah.
1: home. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Bree would have gone home too. But I agree with you that I think Matt likes a little chase. I think he likes a little, I mean, honestly, I think that's the reason why Bachelorettes uh, in the past have been a little bit more successful and Bachelors haven't because I think Bachelors chase and Bachelorettes don't, personally, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that. Um, but we'll see. We don't know. Maybe uh, Maybe Matt's you know, successful at the end of this, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, do you want to get in the preview? And then we got some questions for you, Elise. So we're gonna do that next.
0: Oh, the
2: preview looks crazy. Yeah, I guess there's no rose ceremony. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, we know who gets the roses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna go so um so I don't know. I feel like the preview, um, it's so ominous. Like the last two previews have been kind of like ominous. There's like not a good feeling to them, you know? They seem like like I felt like the whole time I was watching the preview, I was like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Like something bad's gonna happen," you know. And Matt looks shook up in most of it. He was like crying on a curb at one point. Um, yeah,
0: I think the like veneer of Matt being like the perfect guy, and and I do have this theory that he's already picked who he wanted a couple weeks back, and then going through the motions, giving people you know an opportunity to prove him wrong. He's had this kind of perfect guy showing right 100%. and now something's gonna happen and we all know previews sometimes lead us astray but rachel did fall from the sky so i'm starting to believe the previews <laughs> and you see him crying which i don't think we've seen yet and so i think the veneer something's gonna happen that takes off uh, the surface level stuff and hits him somewhere it hurts
1: this show breaks everybody and i've just been waiting you know kind of for it to break matt uh, and I think did, next week, it looks he did break like a little bit like tonight
2: breaks. when Serena did send him home. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, like a got, little bit. He got pretty teary eyed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But to see him like break down, literally have to yeah. sit down and Chris be like, you OK? He's like, nah. no, no, <laughs> like, not OK. You know, uh, I think that'll be the moment that we kind of see Matt's. Yeah, like, I don't know, perfect because um, I think he tries to be very perfect. Or oh, Tyler, at the beginning of the season, said Matt's super robotic. Are we going to get the robotic Matt? Or are we going to get like the real Matt? you know um so i think we're finally going to see like all walls down a vulnerable uh matt this this next week so we'll see
0: well and i just can't imagine the pressure that rachel must have felt was not to talk about the whole race stuff because i think that's been brought up so much this past mm-hmm. week but the pressure that is on this man as the first black bachelor mm-hmm. and to be all things to everyone right
1: it's it's impossible. I
0: cannot fathom. I can't at all. I mean, being a lead on this show is hard enough. And then to do that like this and have this um, weight on your shoulders going into it. And still, I think he genuinely wants to find someone Mm -hmm. and to have that broken down, even with, you know, a girl leaving this week, maybe that wasn't the person he wanted, but that hurts the ego a bit. And then you wonder, does everyone else feel that way? Is this not going to work out for me? I cannot imagine what it feels like to be a lead of this show, but I certainly can't imagine what the additional weight of being the first black bachelor would feel like.
1: Uh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I'm, I'm glad you said that. Cause that was like the first question. I want to get into some questions with you. And the first mm-hmm. question I was going to ask was, did you see Matt's Instagram post today?
0: Um, I briefly saw it when I got yeah. home from work. I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, but someone sent it to me and I, I haven't
1: yeah. read through the whole I mean, you kind of just touched on, on it. He basically talked about how his world's been like, you know, fall, basically falling apart for the last, like, however many months, uh, you know, because your, the world gets flipped I upside know. down, all this pressure on, he's a normal guy. He's he not also, he also trained. Ended,
2: he ended his statement with like, you haven't heard the
1: last of me on all mm-hmm. this. This isn't the the end of it or whatever. No. Yeah, so oh. I mean, yeah, like I said, he has got all this weight on his shoulders. He, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just, I feel, I feel for the kid, you know, I feel for the mm-hmm. kid because, like I said, he's normal. He's not PR trained. He's not media yeah. trained. He's a normal guy. He gets thrust into this spotlight, and it's like you said, it's hard to be the lead, let alone the first black you know, like it's a lot of pressure. Um, but so far he's handled it pretty well, I think, as well as you know, I think he could. Uh, but it'll be interesting, like you said, at the end of that statement, he said, um it's not last you'll hear from me. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how this all ends. Oh, I need to, I need to go, lately. three episodes, I think.
0: I need to go read this, but my heart goes out to him. Cause I, I just can't not fathom the pressure that comes with both of those roles being yeah. lead and being the first black bachelor.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think so far he's, uh, he's handled it decently well, but it'll be interesting to see what happens next. So Eric, you got some other questions over there? No. Okay. I got some. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, are you dating Elise? No, now, you, you're not out there dating. You're not even dating.
0: Oh, kind you of. already know the answer. I have gone on a <laughs> couple dates. Um, they have been unfruitful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, this year has been tough with quarantine and everything that 2020 held and i kind of challenged myself to put myself out there and and try dating again Mm -hmm. um i guess i'll keep trying but so far no
1: (laughs) (laughs) no luck thus far nothing's throwing things to the wall nothing's sticking at least you're out there though that says more than most honestly yeah honestly you you have you've been on a couple dates we talk about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we always go to each other for <laughs> dating advice. That's great. Oh, um, another question for you, because I actually agree. This is a great question. I think you should do a podcast, Elise. I do. I think you should do like a relationship. We've talked about it. Like You should do like a relationship podcast. This person was like, would you ever do a podcast?
0: Um, I would if I felt like I had something to give. Um, as people probably see from Instagram, I'm very sporadic. I don't even think I've posted anything since like November, December. Yeah. Um, I'm sporadic because I feel like 2020, as hard as it was and not to be all emotional, but there's some perspective that has to come out of it of what the most important things are in life. And maybe um, for me, I've talked to my parents about this. You know, I've been a makeup artist for years, um, but maybe this past year show me different gifts that I had that I wasn't aware of um with connecting to people and so i've thought about a podcast but it would have to be something that i felt like um, was in service to others and could benefit others and not something that was just um mm. self fulfilling and a money grab yeah
1: i mean i think you could though that's the thing you are ready <laughs> Yeah, or like the the self-appointed not self-appointed we've appointed you the like fascination <laughs> therapist like we all go to you with our problems anyway so i think you should just record it I think you should just record it and then uh do a cash like track. you make don't want all... make some money off of me, Elise.
0: <laughs> no absolutely not you do not want all your secrets out <laughs> no, there right, and i would never right. tell um right. but you know there's there's things that i'm thinking about but um the opportunity hasn't presented itself yet in, a, in the direction yeah. I want to take
1: it. Yeah. What have you been up to? That was another question, obviously. What have you been up to? What's new with you?
0: Um, not a whole lot. Like I said, I've been trying out dating. That hasn't worked well. <laughs> um, been working and truthfully, just trying to figure out what my next direction is career-wise. I, I think 2020 has brought some new things mm-hmm. to light, like I said, and I'm excited, but yet don't know exactly um, what the next chapter holds but I think there's going to be a shift
1: that could be really scary to yeah. it yeah it's terrifying exciting, but super yeah super scary
0: yeah. I've done the same thing since I was you know 19 years old and mm-hmm. as much as I still love it I want to do it in a way that impacts people or not to quote Oprah but if you're not serving others then
1: there's no point yeah no I get it yeah well uh I'm excited to see what you do next at least i'm excited uh yeah i better be the first call when you figure out what you're going to do i, I want to be on that podcast when you have one
0: so. <laughs> i mean it could record. end up being about true crime who knows because i can talk about that no, all day no, I'm too. Fucking in
1: on. I, let's co-host a true crime po- bachelor nation true crime podcast
0: oh uh, there i could be the psychologist that breaks I'm down true so crime i'm that. maybe i just when will I was... never talk about the bachelor let's talk about murders all day <laughs> <laughs>
1: When I was when I was over visiting her uh, in Arizona, we sat and watched. What was that makeup oh, YouTube? Bailey Sarian. Yeah, so she sits there and tells a true crime <laughs> podcast while putting on makeup, and it's the most satisfying thing ever to watch her. Like put on makeup, but then the scariest fucking story that we're like what was it? What was it? What was the episode? Toy box killer. The toy box killer. Guys, listeners, go look that up. Well, don't right now. Wait till it's daytime because that shit's <laughs> terrifying. You'll have nightmares. It's crazy.
0: The oh, I wish I had I'd had that idea years back, but she's killing it. So I'm just taking all my passions and figuring out um what avenue is next for me and I'm I'm really open to it I think for the first time I was kind of stuck in a box and now I'm changing my perspective a little bit
1: I think a lot of people are up to 2020 you know so mm-hmm. it's a good thing it's a good thing so where can people find you though Elise
0: oh Elise Michelle on Instagram I'm not that fun to follow but I'll be better
1: <laughs> no she is she does good she is fun guys she does good. you do good bachelor recaps when you do it
0: Pretty
1: good. <laughs> not as good as me but you're okay
0: well i don't have nip slips but Just kidding. Hey.
1: Well, fucking maybe you should you're engaged in a 2021
0: shoot-up. we'll see what happens
1: yeah this thing that elise is like trying new it's only fans so fyi
0: i wouldn't even pay for that <laughs>
1: Oh, that's great well Elise, thanks for coming on you're the best as usual
0: love you guys glad you made it through the storm okay
1: yeah that's yeah, yes, no kidding
2: hopefully the yeah. hopefully the audio is better tonight yeah no, it's way
1: better uh but yeah we'll uh i'll see you soon all right chat soon boys bye thanks for listening everyone be sure to follow our instagram at behind the rose podcast don't forget to subscribe comment like and give us all five of those damn stars Behind the Rose is recorded on-site at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.